The Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast is proud to be sponsored by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Listen, you got a lot of stuff sitting around your house and in your house and all over the place that you need insurance on. Why don't you call 812-295-3129 and let Travis get you a quote on all of that valuable stuff that you have. Travis is a friend of the show and a friend to you and will be glad to make sure that your insurance needs are taken care of. So give him a call. Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, 812-295-3129 or find them on Facebook. I missed that that one week. We didn't, we didn't have music. Yeah, we're that's, back. We're, hey, we had to choreograph a musical. Sorry. If you saw that on Facebook. Did you see, did you see that? Our dance moves, me and Brian's dance, oh, dance moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. We were in the back, though. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we were in the front. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't have kept up with her. Well, that and they wouldn't have seen them. None of the girls would have been visible had we been in the front. Well, if you haven't figured out, you've turned into the... Kings of local sports talk, as we've been called. Well, we put that on our logo. So I guess, <laughs> Self-imposed. I guess that's why we're called it. Anyway, you are listening to the Birdies. Bourbon. And basketball. Podcast. And we appreciate you listening, as always. And if you would, let our sponsors, Country Oaks and Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, let them know you heard about us, heard about them on our show. That will make them think that they're doing a very wise thing in sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a review, a subscribe, post that we suck on Facebook. I don't care. Do something. I mean, well, you know, the Impulse Radio family of shows has had really uh, lots of positive things. I did have one Twitter uh, criticism <laughs> one day on the. On the Roger Paget episode, but hey, like I said, you're listening. We can all differ on opinions, but hey, yeah, thanks for listening. listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's what we want. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Not really. Just, no. What is this? We're going to try. How many episodes we got in? Let's see. We started in April, so twelve. Yeah, that's awesome. Something like that. And a live show. Don't and a, the, oh, don't forget a live. Sorry, don't forget the live show. Speaking of live shows. Speaking of live shows on the 25th of July out here at Country Oaks. We are going to be covering the shootout, Part the two-man two. shootout. 24th. I guess is it the, the 24th? I'm sorry. He, that's my fault. Or actually, that's our intern's fault. He wrote the wrong date on the card. Oh, we got it. Shootout hey, Part 2. We are top-notch lately. We have a, a planning calendar mounted to the wall now. I mean, this is just crazy. We are leaps and bounds. We're we're just one step under Saturday Night Live now. Oh, just, yeah, just I was going to say Google, but yeah. Yeah, so oh, so let's go back to that. July twenty fourth, we'll be doing the shootout, the two man shootout here at Country Oaks Alternate live. Alternate shot. Alternate shot. It's more entertaining than the other shootout, in my opinion. So if you enjoyed us at the classic shootout, you're gonna love this one. Yeah, it's uh, alternate shot, two man. Some teams have two real strong players. Some teams are going to have one that's better than the other. So alternate shot can get very interesting. And then you're gonna have me and Trey. Oh, you are you playing? Yeah, me and Trey. Oh, I was I was just getting ready to say that. Hey, we you were going to join us this time. Well, again, I'll be there after probably a couple holes. Actually, me and Trey do better in this than me, do, I do individually. So. Do you? So it's the same premise. You get knocked out. Yeah. 
Oh, do you? I, I don't know. I've never. Yeah, yeah. It's the same exact format as the individual just, shootout. Just two people playing as one, basically. Okay, yep. so ten, ten groups or ten. Yep, one guy hits each shot, but alternate. Oh, so this is. I can't wait. <laughs> you and Trey. Oh, oh this yeah. is golden. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm a circle in that date. I'm not wearing a pirate shirt that night, though. We, we're not going to dress the same. I bought his baby a bib. Would you wear that? There's something else with it. Like a pirate shirt as in Pittsburgh or like on Seinfeld, the puffy shirt? Neither. I don't want anything to do with Pittsburgh. Um, this is our 12th show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Nice. Congrats. Both of you. Thanks for... You made it with me. Hanging <laughs> so you, far. You barely made a couple episodes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that outtake show. <laughs> um. Hey, we're starting something pretty big here. We do have tonight. this. Tonight's kind of the, yes. uh, I guess, sort of getting to the roots of what this whole thing was supposed to be about. Now that hopefully we're going to have local sports. And hopefully. Uh, this is <laughs> sort of the first episode that starts yeah. fulfilling that goal. So right. what we got going on, Chris? Uh, I mean, tonight, I mean, this, again, let's go back to a little bit. This is a year in the making or more of us just sitting there texting about local sports. So. As you said, this is where we start. So tonight we have the girls' golf coaches from the area, local area, and then we also have some of the soccer coaches, the boys and the girls. So we'll start off tonight with uh, Joe Robertson. He's the Bar Eve girls' coach, and that'll lead us into uh, the Washington High School girls' coach, Josh Butcher. So, And from then we'll go to Nick Weiniger, North Davis girls' coach. And so after that, Breno. Cody Chapman, the Washington Hatchet girls coach, and Austin Deem, the double, uh, Washington Catholic girls soccer coach, and then Evan Stahl, the Hatchet boys soccer coach. So the first of our uh, fall sports previews. Yep. And uh, we can, Blake, if you would, kind of just run down what we're going to do here the next few shows so people can start getting ready. Yeah, so like we said, girls golf and soccer tonight. Next week we will have cross country. Um, the 28th, we will have tennis. The 4th, we will have volleyball. And the 11th, we will have football. So you're getting every single fall sport. Yeah. And I think we got almost all, but just a few coaches um, already accepted. So Yeah, I mean, we're still looking for a few. So, um, I mean, we're going to cover the Bar Reeve, Washington, Mar- Davis County, and, and Lagodi. He always leaves out North Davis. Gosh, dang it. No, they're, they're the, I mean, they're just up there in the north. But I was just getting ready to say Lagodi and then North Davis. Wow. So you're saying uh, Martin County for Davies County. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No offense, Martin it's, County listeners. It's only because you're here. Man. I missed you last week. <laughs> yeah, we had to take last week off. So um, Chris was traveling. I was at a golf tournament up north. Blake probably had youth sports of some sport aren't you glad that that we've opened up indiana and you can have six-year-old softball now yes it's intense <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be real intense can we touch week. on that how's oh, what's your record can we tell boy here we go we are nine oh and one nine oh and one. Oh wow now okay wait so, a minute so uh, an incredibly successful team yeah i know what you're gonna ask before you get to that <laughs> an incredibly successful team does one player on your team know your record Oh yeah, they ask every night if we win. Could any of them tell tell me that they were nine and zero oh and one? Oh no, but they could tell you they haven't lost a game. Yeah, I don't know about that, Chris. How do you tie? I don't know. 
Green. <laughs> okay, I can't diss counties on here, can I? Never mind. I won't say. So do you actually keep score, or are you just keeping score on your I don't own? know. We have a book and everything. Oh, do you? So oh, 9 yeah. one Congrats. Yeah. Now, I've heard rumors, and I hate to go to six-year-old softball right now, but I've heard rumors that... Our fall sports preview leads off with six-year-old softball. <laughs> it was on the summer preview. Did we not, did we not get that on there? <laughs> I've heard rumors that you've run-ruled a lot of teams. No, we have not. Oh, I thought they no, must, no, I must have been told wrong. Our counterparts, uh, 12U baseball and 8U baseball. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're taking all, so you're playing up in Bloomfield. So you're taking all these Bloomfield teams and just rubbing it, their nose in the dirt. And Linton. Oh, okay. Well, I can't blame you then. Yeah. So, but so, yeah. so there it is, folks. There's a 6U under <laughs> fall, per, fall preview. <laughs> hey, next week's championship week. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, we yeah. may have to do a live broadcast. <laughs> hey, our first round, we that's the team we uh, tied with, and we only beat by one. Ooh. Hey, it's going to be a showdown. I will say this. Talk, speaking of our live broadcast, we, we uh, while we were setting up these interviews, we, we did kind of mention that maybe we could do a live broadcast of a soccer game this fall, which ought to be <laughs> yes. incredibly entertaining. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm sure we'll talk to the coaches about that. So we're hooked in. <laughs> we're we're hooked into a soccer game at some point this year. We're a soccer game in it. I think we got Yay. one. I th- I, me and Brian have already looked. I think we got one picked out. So yeah. you'll, you'll have to join us. I'm sure he, he'll probably have six and under ice hockey. Yeah, I think we're we'll six and under volleyball that night. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Listen, we don't know anything about soccer. The three of us. I will promise you all this, even though maybe it's not our favorite sport in the world. By the end of the year, we're going to know soccer. So oh yeah, I guarantee you. Oh yeah. I, and and I, I, and I'm I, excited to talking to these coaches. Yeah. I, I I wish I could give each of these coaches tonight thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, and and two, they they are one in a unique position for because of the weight mm-hmm. of the world right now. Right. And two, um. They like talking about their kids. They're yeah. excited about what they're doing. They've they've had to put in just as much work for this season, if not more, than oh, what yeah. they would oh, have yeah. before. So yeah. Yep. yeah, so it'll be exciting. But hey, before we get to that, let's let's do our weekly golf picks. Hey, wait, I, I have a great live event that we could do. What's that? Let, let's all try to run with the cross country teams. Oh shh. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> What do you, you want me to run out of the car, or what do you want me to run with? Remember, uh, my daughter. I don't remember my daughter ran for cross. Uh, oh, Bar- I know she did. Barreve, no. I don't like walking from the car down to the Barre or down to the cross country course. So, so alone run. So, yeah, let's talk. Let's just talk. And and I have an inside, maybe a little track on that. You know, back then Susie was the coach and everything else, and they were supposed to run 60, 70 miles a week. Yeah. So and did the three of us. Dude. <gasps> I don't drive that much That's a week. Say. <laughs> the way right now, yeah, yeah, I don't even drive that much. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wow. I'll run the refrigerator. Now what do you do? Is it time what? for your next meds or what? No, it's him. Oh. It wasn't me. It wasn't me, Mike. Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> p- pull up our picks. Well, here, though. I think I got here. I got him. Oh, I did it. So anyway, sports preview of first one of the <laughs> fall tonight. This show is going to hell in a handbasket, but I Quick. promise all these coaches are going to really make it better here. quickly. I got it. I got it too. Now I'm good. Can we recap? Like I had a good week, a couple weeks ago, and then we took the week off. 
That's why we took the week off. I know. We didn't want to talk about it. I hit a sleeper. Yes, you did. I did. That helped you a little bit. Yeah. Me and Brian are now both in the positive. Brothers is hemorrhaging bad. <laughs> Brian I mean, is. I mean, Brian O is by forty cents. He's but 40, he is in the positive. He's up forty hey. cents for the for the year. Take, hey, I'm not gonna bitch about uh, that. Oh, no, hey. So I'll start off. Okay, I'll take Elwood. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said that. So oh, I was Lord. trying to think of, <laughs> oh, Lord. like you know, like Howard Stern has the whack pack, and um, <laughs> I know Conrad Thompson on his wrestling shows. They call theirs uh, their group the. Oh, shoot. Now I'm not going to think of it. Anyway, they got a name for their people. I think we should call our listeners the Elwoods. The Elwoods. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, don't, so, don't be so mean to our listeners. So, I'll take Elwood at 26 to 1. And then uh, Dustin, DJ, at 17 to 1. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that pick. But and then we'll take Neiman at 71. My uh, long shot will be had one hundred to one Canadian, and then my fade will be answer at fifty to one. So, 50. And, uh, all right, go ahead, Blakey boy. I will go Rory thirteen to one, JT ten to one, because I think he's gonna want a little revenge after last week's debacle. Which, by the way, I can I just bring up something? I didn't real quick? realize he butchered the last three holes. Well, you wouldn't realize that, and that's my next point. How would you have? Because we couldn't even watch it. Oh, we didn't? I See, I was outside. Oh, no. I was outside. See, they they had they went off early. Right. But, I mean, there was nowhere to watch this live playoff. P- Golf Channel, PJ Tour. Golf Channel? Did, did they not do PGA it? PJ Tour Live, nowhere. They were showing it early, though. They yeah. showed when they they went off. I they, thought they always they went, went to Golf Channel if the network they went off on one and ten. They went off early, so maybe yeah. Golf Channel has something else. Really? Well, I don't know what the hell else they would have. Well, it, it, they could be doing corn fairy. Yeah. I mean, here it is. JT's hitting a 50-foot bomb, and Morikawa's hitting a 25-foot bomb. I see what you're saying, because they moved the tee times up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you never saw the live part of it. Yeah. I mean, you saw it later on, of course, but when it was actually happening. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, huh. so... I mean, yeah, was, yeah, when you saw it, it was six hours later. Oh, hey. I'm trying I, to think where in the hell I was. I'll bet $50 that JT hits his 50-foot putt. I mean, you wouldn't already know. Right. So. Sorry. I just had to go on that ramp. No, you're good. Well, I've got mine here. I'll go. I got JT 9-1. to one. You weren't even done, Blake. I wasn't even done. Oh, I didn't know you ever started. Yeah. He said Rory and JT. <laughs> oh, that's there. Go ahead. <laughs> fucking Goldberg. Oh, shit. I said fuck. <laughs> he said Fa. <laughs> Fa. <laughs> oh, fa. 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 We just need to start putting that right. E on our. <laughs> Gary Woodland, 33 to 1, is my last favorite. So Rory, JT, and Woodland. Gotcha. Uh, Cameron Smith, 400 to 1. Never heard of sleeper. him. Never heard of him. Mm-mm. He won earlier this year. But then, well, that's Hawaii. why I lose in the one and done because I don't. I never heard of him. <laughs> and, then, and then we talk about it. I like Phil. We, well, talk, we talk about it. He's bet down to 200 to 1 now. So it's like, <laughs> well, okay. I, I have. I have the bet. To prove yeah, it. you have him at four hundred. I'll, I'll, I believe you. And then I am so glad I finally get to do this to you. I know you do. Elwood is I my know. fade. Yeah. I just don't like a guy who hasn't put, played in a tournament since February. He said he was waiting for COVID and all this other crap. He's yeah. So okay, Mr. now I'm going to start. Are you done? Mr. Finally, well, yeah. Mr. Since you really interrupted me, filibustered here, Mister Forty Cents. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't bet that all in one place now. What could I buy with my winnings so far this year? <laughs> hey, just go put it on Bovan Pelt in this fifteen hundred. God, I wish he would have done something. He withdrew last. He he's had a real bad neck problems, and uh, I think that I don't know if that's what had to do. I'm guessing that um, that's why he had to withdraw last week. But anyway, that's our Bovan Pelt update for the week. Uh, I got JT at nine to one, Bryson DeChambeau at ten to one. I have a thought about Bryson that just hit me, and I don't have novel thoughts very often, so I'm always really proud when I do. Bryson DeChambeau right now is playing golf like that guy played Jeopardy over the winter. Yes. <laughs> He's just storming yes. the, the board and he looking for Danny Doubles. Golf, yeah. is what he could be doing. That's what I mean. Yeah. That guy changed how Jeopardy was played. Yeah, People yeah. never went searching for daily doubles and, and uh, betting everything you know, right. every time. So anyway... That's my thought of the. That's Brino's thought of the week. About four hundred and twenty something yard drives, and I mean, wait, let me try that again. Was that right? See, I, I try to be producer and host at the same time. Are we still on? That was Brino's <laughs> thought of the week. Okay. Anyway, okay, <laughs> JT nine, Bryson ten. I can't believe no one in the one and done picked Corey Morikawa. Has a great week and wins last week or Colin, 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 Colin. and yeah. same course. Right. And no one in that yeah. whole deal picked him. Yeah. I did anyway. Twenty-two to one sleeper is Keegan Bradley at one hundred and fifty to one, and my fade is <laughs> probably now the leader, uh, Daniel Berger at Four, forty to one. <laughs> Getting back on your Bryson, yeah. Did you see where he came out the other day and said he was going to play number fourteen? And I don't see how or something, but so, I don't. I, I have to look at it again. But from number 13's tee box on Augusta, he was going to cut some trees and do some crazy crap. <laughs> and, I mean, it was going to end up to be a 390-yard drive that he was going to cut this. I bet 13. And, and I bet the par 5? Yeah, so I'm, so, I'm yeah look, so I'm looking at this and everything else, and they got a snapshot of it on, on golf now. And a guy comes on, he goes, you know what? If you go after Augusta National, those members and those chair board members are going to start planting yeah. trees right now. <laughs> yep. Not and even planting trees, transplanting yes, 80 foot trees. Yes, they will not let you do stuff like that. And so, yeah, those members will not go for that. No. You know, you don't come into our house. I hope the Masters You guys happens. carry it. I'm going to make it another drink real quick. <laughs> I, I hope the Masters happens. I hope, I hope it does for you. I really KJ do. KJ said the rest of the seasons, no fans. No, no, that was only a, up until the Tour Championship. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, that's why I said season, so, right. but I don't know. Can they, yeah. Can they even tell them what to do? I don't know. Yeah, really. Truly and honestly, Augusta, Augusta pretty much sets their own rules, so I don't know. Dude, I hope it I hope it goes yeah, well know, for you. Man. I really do, because I want some apparel, you know, so... I don't want to. I'll give you some. I don't want to. Well, but I cheese, did notice. I don't want a cheese sandwich or anything. Did but you I just see the twenty one? They're not going to pick it till September. So oh, I kind, yeah, I'm kind of that. wondering, you know, if they would happen to cancel this, if they just say roll over. You may get your tickets anyway. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'd like to get mine one day. So oh well. All right. So we've, we've talked uh, enough. Yeah, we've made people suffer. If you tuned in for the Washington Catholic soccer update, um, you've listened to all this, and you're probably ready to get going. So we got anything else? We're ready to go. Yeah, we're good.
we've got a great lineup, like uh, Chris said earlier. Starting uh, off with Joe Robinson. Joe Robinson, Josh Butcher, Nick Weiniger, Cody Chapman, Austin Deem, and Evan Stahl tonight to cover girls golf and boys and girls soccer. So we will go to that right now. Appreciate you tuning in to Birdies. Bourbon. And basketball. Hi, this is Rick Simler, Sports Director at WTHI-TV, and you're listening to the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast. Hey, on the phone with us is Bar Reeve High School, the girls' golf coach for this year, Joe Robinson. Hey, Joe, Joe. Joe, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Good. Thanks Th- for being on the show, yeah, man. Th- thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. No problem. Joe, tell us about uh, what you got going on this year. How many girls you got? Or, you know, tell us about your your, your team coming, coming up this year. We've got two girls again, uh, just like last year. Uh, we have one graduate last year, Katie. Um, of course, she was the kind of a fixture there for us for yeah. four years to get right. started and so we had Braley Nepp come back um, her sophomore year which she's done really well then we have a new new girl in there of uh, Caitlin Wood um, her first year playing as a junior so she's just uh, kind of learning the game and picking it up so we're we're glad to have her that's for sure absolutely so can you just talk real quick I know you were around for for Katie's career um, can you just talk about what she meant to Bar Reef Girls Golf and just trying to get everything going? Yeah, she she did a lot for us. Um, she kind of, I mean, even kind of think, remember when we first started, maybe even practice with the boys a little bit. Um, yeah. And just kind of barely got going and, and try to get a few more girls here and there with her. And it seemed like it never could get worked out where we could get a full team with for her, which is unfortunate. Um, but I mean, she she definitely opened up a lot of things for us. I mean, especially with our our golf boosters and everything that they've done for us and helped set that up and on that part of it. And um, yeah, she's she's definitely made a pretty good picture for us or role model to start with these girls. Right now, now don't get me wrong here. You're going up against one of the Hall of Fame coaches, one of the best volleyball <laughs> programs in in the state. <laughs> yeah, versus cl- versus yeah, versus classes, and now. You know that cross country program over the last seven and eight right. years has also yeah. been been pretty good on the girls' side. So, right, know. yeah, it's been it's been hard to get some girls can play. I mean, it it really has been. It's right. It's not an easy thing at parties to get some girls to come out and play golf and and go through things. Yeah. So so you you say you're <laughs> I'm sorry the the Wood girls a, a junior. She's a junior. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you got a couple years with her. Um, yep. And then, and then Nep is a sophomore this year. She's a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, Braley's a sophomore. Yep. And and it has to be good, especially now that she's you know I guess not on her own on the team, but definitely on her own yep. experience wise. It had to be good to to get some Absolutely. good good to good with Katie last year. She had somebody that's been around to show her the way. And can you talk about some of the progress she made over last year and and what she's done to get ready for this season? Yeah, Braley Braley's game. Um, of course, we only had her for one practice out there tonight. Um, this July here already. So, um, brother, he came a long way last season. She was almost, I would say a little further along than what, um, what Caitlin was when she started here a couple weeks ago, but yeah, Braley got, I mean, she really developed a lot last year. Um, almost making the out sectional for her first year. I mean, she did, she improved a lot on, on Tita green and, and did really well. And then coming to watch her swing the other night, um, yeah, she is. You can tell she's improved a lot since last year, even. Good, um, Good deal. you know, yardage and 
I mean, clubs she's hitting. I mean, I think she's hitting it twenty yards farther than she did last year. Really, the same club. So yeah. And I, she lives in my neighborhood, so I see her walk by. She's grown an inch or two probably over last year. Oh yeah, she's yeah she's she's definitely an athlete. I yeah. mean, it's it's good to have stuff like that when, especially when you see a lot of these other bigger schools that play golf all year round and girls to do this. Yeah, at least gives her a chance to to compete with those girls pretty easily. Now, Joe, when does your season kick off officially? Our first match is Tinley. I think it's set up. The I think it's for August fifth. Right yeah. now, it's on a Wednesday night. But I did talk to Josh a little bit about that because we kind of play with Washington schedule uh, right. on some things there, and that's kind of a up in the air a little bit because Wednesday night we have off league for men, and right. so Trey and him's trying to figure that out. If we can get it all worked out that night, or if we have to switch nights. So right now, it's for August fifth. Great. Right. And I see you're in the. Well, I've, I've got your schedule pulled up here, and I see you're in the Washington Invitational, which is a big one. So, yep. And then, you know, I, me and Brian always – I mean, we have sons there that play in that program, so I see you're playing in Bicknell, and we would have loved to have played yeah, in Bicknell. Absolutely. <laughs> you, got, you guys yeah, are it, Thursday uh, – looks like sep- September 10th, I think you guys are in there. So, uh, Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, because actually this first – this first match, I think Josh said we might even play at Pride's Creek um, instead of Country Oak. So we don't, I mean, it could be up there where we go there too. So nice. Nice. Now, how does that work if you've just got one or two golfers? And how receptive are, are people to get you in an invitational with not a full team? We are actually really lucky um, with Revae's coaches and uh, Washington. And they've been really receptive, try to get more girls to come play. They, they yeah. always invite us to come, come, come over. Um, it's like you even on unrevised matches at home there, the wash it plays in. Um, we've always been able to get in there and have them girls fill in spots and they make do and, and at least let them play and get it, get going. So it's, it's definitely not easy. Um, I mean, but the local schools around here do really well with that. Yeah, that's good. So, um, what would you say to, to these kids? I know last year we had a few in, in junior golf and what, what would you say to, to parents that are listening to, to help get your, get some more girls out for the golf program? Yeah. I mean, just, just get them on the, I mean, just see if they like it, get them on the driving range, just try it out. And, you know, there's ask us, you know, we have some clubs here and there. I mean, me and Matt both have some girls clubs and, you know, we've been more than happy to meet with them on a night or two just to, just to see if they're interested. There you, um, go. There you go. I mean, it, girls just got to get started somehow and some way. And, and if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, right. it's just something, but golf is something you can always, always play. I mean, I mean, yeah, I grandpa's st- 85 and still play. So I still don't like it, but I play. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's one of them things, you know, so. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, for sure. Well, we, we, uh, we could definitely, it, it's a, it's a good good sport to get into. You can play your whole life. So if anybody's listening and their daughter's on the fence, have them have them get a hold of Joe and maybe come yeah. out and, like you said, work with them and, and see if maybe they like the game and and uh, we can get a full squad here in the next few years. Hey, hey, Joe. Yeah, I think yeah, next year we actually will have a full squad the way it looks, Brian. I mean, you know, scale six of that we'll have you know Liv and and Braley's sister in there with it. So we'll have we'll have four girls finally, hopefully next has, year. So has that ever happened in Bar Reef girls golf yeah. history? No, this will be the first first full team. Actually, oh, wow. it was kind of nice to have them out there practicing tonight. We actually it looked like we practiced with a full team for once. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, and, and and me and Colton were talking tonight at the at the table right before we came to league, and he said that yeah, there was a full team out there, and I'm like, yeah. 
And he goes, yeah. He goes, the following year, there will be a full team. Yeah. And I was like, well, that would be awesome. I mean, because I'm like you, Joe. I said, you know, that would be a first. But, I mean, to have a Barry full golf golf team, I think they could probably do make some make some noise, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Katie's helping out this year. I mean, she's a volunteer. Awesome. She's showing up some of the practice. So, I mean, the girls, if they don't feel comfortable talking to, like, me or Matt a little bit at all the time, they can talk to her and you know, back and forth and we can, we can get it all worked out. Well, so, yeah, we, I think it looked good. We barely felt comfortable just having you on the podcast, Joe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Well, and, and, and getting back to the Katie thing, she's been there. She's done it. I mean, she, she made it out of sectionals twice, maybe three times. Didn't she in her twice, career? Twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's been there. She's seen it. She's done it. It's somebody that they can talk to. Like you just said, yeah. that, that, and I and I think that's a big thing that will help that program. Absolutely. Yes. You know. Yep. Well, well, Joe, we really appreciate you coming on the the fall sports preview here on the uh, on the podcast, and we wish you nothing but luck. And if it's okay, we'd like to check in with you a few times during the season. Absolutely, that'd be great. Okay, sounds good, Joe. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Joe. Hey, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right, have All a great right. season. All right, our next guest on the fall sports preview. We're so happy to have North Davis golf coach, Mr. Nick Weiniger. How are you, sir? Doing great, guys. You guys doing all right? Hey, yeah. He's in studio. In studio. In studio, so, even. So we've, we, we've had this it set up. We were calling all the coaches, and we called Nick, and he said, well, I'm actually out on the course, and you know, our, our studio's up here at Country Oaks Golf Club. So we said, well, hell, just get in here. Yeah. Yeah, came on in from number eight greens. There you go. <laughs> so, besides out working on your game, what is going on with North Davis Golf? Um, hopefully, get started here in the next uh, couple weeks and uh, see what we got. Um, I lost three pretty decent players last year. Um, okay. Mackenzie Arney, uh, Aubrey Borders, and Haley Heshelman. Um, they, they're pretty good players so yeah. i got three spots to fill so we'll okay. uh we'll see what happens with it but um i got a couple girls coming back that, that i think are gonna be pretty good trinity Geenrich, mm-hmm. um that girl can flat hit it really I mean, she can hit it a long way yeah around the greens we got some work to do we okay to do. well hey that's a, there's don't a, there's don't a starting we point oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. But uh, uh, I got Alexis Nepp. She's coming back. She's a four-year player. Oh, good. Um, and uh, I got a freshman last year that she can hit it too. Um, Gracie Nepp, she don't have a clue where it's going sometimes, but she can hit it. Um, her and uh, Trinity are both softball players. Okay. So, okay. So they kind of so got you, the – Yeah, they got, 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 sw- got a little swing to them. And- yeah. Yeah. So you got some athletes. You've got some. You got so you got a little bit of experience coming. That's that's great. Now yeah. wrap us up on last year. What'd you what'd you do yeah. last year schedule wise? How'd you do? How'd you finish up? Um, off the top of my head, I don't know for sure what our record was. Um, Golf did. records are kind of hard to keep they track. Are, it is. Are. It is. When you play in an invitational with fifteen yeah. teams, yeah. And we played a lot of matches here. Um, mm-hmm. I was, Morris led us into a lot of his matches here. Good. And uh, a lot of you know. Tuesday, Thursday night, you know, seven, eight teamers, which okay. is pretty right. good. Yeah. yeah, those are fun. I mean, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, those are those are good and, times. And they, you know, they run pretty smooth. So right, I'm glad Morris let us do that. That's it, good. Now, do you play a bit at Harris every once in a while, or is that your? We play you, our conference there, and then you play your conference there, and okay. then uh, 
of course we go out and play White River Valley. Right. Um, I think Eastern's over there. Uh, Eastern may have went to yeah. Stonecrest. Yeah. I okay. Think it seems like that may be right. Yeah. But most of your stuff is here. But most of our stuff is here. Yeah. Right. So now I know in years past you've had a lot of girls on the team. Maybe you didn't play because is it still North Davis gives a PE credit if you come out? Is that still? I, I had heard that one time because I remember there was about twenty people out there on the driving range one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think we're doing that anymore. Okay. All right. So my numbers may go down. Um, yeah. Well, last year I had I don't know fourteen. Yeah. Was, girls. Really? I, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of because of, because of that. A lot of them were done for PE yeah. credit. And, yeah. I get it. Yeah, so I, now, get, I get that too. How many years have you been the coach? This is my second year on the girls' side, okay. and I coach boys for two or three. I don't know. All right. It all kind of runs together. Yeah, there you go. So you'll have to come back for the spring preview as go. well. So, here. so what do you think? Looking at your schedule, what do you think? What do you think we're going to do? Um, I, I mean, we're most of our most of our matches are here, so yeah. Right. That, you know, we we practice here, we play here, so that's got to be an advantage. A little for us. optimistic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here, are you in the Washington Invitational? We are not in the Washington Invite. We'll have to uh, give them somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> gotta have you in. I mean, you're in Davis County. Come on now. So, what are you so. seeing youth wise golf? I know with on the boys side, we've had you know kind of a resurgence that we we had some really lean years of kids playing. Are you seeing that on the girls side as well? Some some more girls starting to come out and play at younger ages. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, my numbers are high. Right. Um, some of it's the PE credit, but I don't think all of it is. I think a lot right. of them like to get out and, and yeah. you know, they may not be the best players in the world, but they like to go to the range. They like to, to hit some balls around, and uh, you know, we play a lot of games at practice. Well, and that's good. I've got a little insight on it. On that, no, I don't know a lot of North Davis, but if the, if it was only for the PE credit, they would have a lot of volleyball, right? And they've been – the numbers have been down for volleyball over the last few years, right? Yeah. So if it was just for a PE credit, why not go for a volleyball instead yeah. of coming out of here? This is the hardest sport ever. Oh. Especially it, at the beginning. That's right. Especially yeah. at the beginning. I mean, I suck tonight. <laughs> I suck every night. So <laughs> Not every night. Ask Blake. <laughs> yeah, golf can be frustrating. Yeah. No I mean, about and that. we all – all three of us sitting in here know this. And, you know, for a kid to come out and put a club in his hands – it's it's, and I I don't want to say that it's easier to hit a ball over a net, but put a club in your hand and try to hit that golf ball that's not moving. <laughs> yeah, and I mean seriously, this, I mean it 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 sucks. It, yeah, I mean it, it's tough and it's tough to get started. Yes, um, especially you know typically especially around here you may see a lot of younger boys you don't see a lot of younger girls out right. playing with their with their moms and dads and things your so, daughter yeah my daughter's trying she yeah. and she's ready to you know half the time she's i can't do this I'm like okay how much have you practiced this week you right. know you can't say you can't do it if you're not out practicing yeah, she's yeah. starting to work at it and now i've got a 23 year old daughter now and she's she she's picked up a club at top golf top golf is the greatest thing ever because it puts clubs in people's hands yeah. And she loves to hit. Hey, yep. She loves to pick up a driver and just hit it. Right. And I mean off top golf. Now she won't she won't come to Country Oaks and play, but but getting back to the 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 PE credit, again, if I'm gonna take one, I'm I'm sure go, I'm going volleyball yeah. or I'm going yeah. somewhere else. I'm not going golf. So Nick, talk about your height. Where'd you go to high school? Did you play in high school? What kind of career did you have? Uh I went to Shoals. Um I'm a Jug Rock. Okay. Um 
I did play a little bit, but I was a baseball guy. Okay. Um, but, you know, I did not go to very many golf practices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to most of the – I wouldn't say I went to most of the matches. I went to some, I went to some matches when I could. Yeah. Um, but if, if I had the choice between baseball and golf at the time, I was going to play baseball. Baseball. Um, so you're a pretty good stick now. When did you take it up seriously as, as your main, you know – main sport and really get serious about it probably college but i had my dad's a player um i mean my dad's a player um and you know i just remember you know three four years old i always had a club in my hand i was was kind of i don't i guess you'd say natural i just had a good swing i just i just hit it i don't know i don't know where it came from yeah i guess i don't know and you got a good playing partner on the weekends with our our uh title sponsor of our show travis brett and and travis can hit it pretty good as well yes he can you guys in the two-man shootout i am actually going to be on vacation yeah i'm a little disappointed because i really like that that's fun Uh, i I love two-man events i I love two-man events so so getting back to your girls how many did you lose last year? Lost three. Okay. And then how many are seniors this year? Uh, I think I only have two. Two. two okay. seniors. So, And you're going back to the numbers thing. Um, I got to give a lot of credit to Brett Melton. Um, okay. He, yes. was, he was there before me. Um, and then um, the Holder girl, yeah. Dara, yeah. she took over for I don't know if she was there a year or two after Brett, but Brett had big numbers. Brett's only uh, um, three years removed, yeah. three or four. Yeah, yeah somewhere I, this is my second. So, yeah. And yeah. I think she may have been there one, yeah, one year. So, yeah. Mm. And he got, you know, he was coaching basketball too at the time at North Davis. Oh, really? Yeah. He got all yeah. he got all the basketball girls out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow! He got them all out. Hmm. And uh, interesting. So that that that's where some of the numbers came from, and some of these girls that I have now are still kind of. Brett's girls. Right. I guess yeah. this would be kind of the end of it. But, right. right. So I will well, see good. where the numbers go yeah. after that. But. Well, good. We'd love now, to have you back during your season. to yeah. check. Or do you have something else, Chris? Is there – and I know certain other programs have it in Country Oaks, in, but is there any junior high interest or is there any – do you know of any – no. Very very little junior high yeah. interest, and, and and I get that. I mean, yeah, and I get that's, that. That's I get, probably our next step, really, in this area where yeah, we need to. I, I get that. Yeah, the, on the boys' side, North Davis, we got a, we got a few kids in, right. on the boys' yeah. side okay. that, that want to get out. And, and, and you're exactly right. That in our area, that's probably our next step. Yeah, is yeah. how can we get junior high? I, Washington Washington has, I think, a junior high team. I think, okay. but that's the only one in the area that has a junior high. Yeah, team. they put that at the. Uh, that they had sort of a country oaks team. There's, yep. you know, yeah. for Lagodi in, in the area that played, I know they played South Knox. South Knox had a big junior high program. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah but I think that's the next thing. Yeah. But You're right. Anyway, we wish you nothing but luck, and I hope that uh, we can get you on during the season, kind of give us an update on how things are going. Sounds good, guys. Uh, Love uh, to come back. Okay, yep. Nick. We'll thanks a lot. You. Nick Weiniger from the North Davis Girls Golf Program. We're happy to have him, and we'll look forward to talking to him soon. Hey, this is Coach Smith from Ligoti 2020 State Champs listening to Bourbon Birdies Basketball Podcast. On the line with us is Josh Butcher, the Washington High School girls golf coach. Josh, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, oh Josh, glad time, to have you. Anytime. So, Josh, how – I mean, this is your first year, right, coaching? This, this is, yeah. I This is my first year as a head coach. Uh, back after college in the late 2000s and right around 2010, I actually – 
um, was assistant coach with Bill Rickey, and that was a privilege and an honor. And I got to do that for a couple of years and start having kids, and the priorities kind of changed a little bit. But coaching's uh, always been in my blood, something I've always wanted to be able to give back to the community around here and to the game that that I love so dearly. So yeah, this is this is an exciting time for me, and I think it's an exciting time for uh, just golf in general. I think you're going to see some youth really coming up in the next couple of years that are just going to really bring you know, golf back to this area. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's, that's good. We've, we've seen a resurgence, you know, a little bit in, in the youth with the, uh, with the high school kids at both Washington and Bar Reeve. And, uh, so be good to start seeing it on the girls side as well. But you, you mentioned something there and you know, you know, as well as I do, how, how uh, close to my heart Bill Ricky is. And he's actually my son's swing coach. And he, you know, he, he had retired and, and needed somebody to coach. And my son won't listen to a damn word I say, and I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> anyway. So it worked out perfectly to hook those two up. But can you just talk about your time with bill and what you learned from him as a coach absolutely yeah and to be honest with you he's he's one of the first calls that i made uh in these last couple weeks as i'm trying to prepare for my first time as head coach i mean i I called him and man it was great and honestly it's been too long since i've caught up with him but it was great to just um catch up with him get some advice from him um (laughs) and to laugh with him because he's told me he's kind of relaxed He's got a little more empathy for players than he did back when he was coaching me because I had a good laugh of that. He was uh, There were days that could be pretty hard on us, and I know it's golf and it's not basketball, but uh, I do remember running a flag drill on the driving range uh, for Coach Ricky, and I don't remember who did what. But, you know, those are the kind of memories that, uh, you know, hopefully not running flag drills, but yeah. those are some of the memories that I'm looking to, to instill in the kids. And, and, you know, that talk I had with Coach just a few days ago, I mean, that's, that's what we remembered. And that's kind of what he recalled as far as advice. He goes, you know what? You're going to remember those, those times you have on the course with the kids and the memories they have. That's, that's really what sticks with you. It's not so much the swing mechanics. So I got to get, I got to get out of my player mentality and I got to kind of put a coach and a leader hat on. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, I just, I can't wait to get started. Great. That, that's awesome. Now I, I'm going to, I'm going to go back a little bit. That's the yeah. third driving range running drill i've heard from three different people <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah no, I mean, no, it, it's for serious yeah. man i it's i i even whenever i was helping assistant coach with bill i i always used to threaten the kids back then with it because <laughs> bill i think bill's starting to relax a little bit but uh oh man they they were i mean even nowadays it's like you're joking, right? I mean, yeah. these kids all ride cart. They ride cart. They yeah. don't even walk nine holes. So yeah. uh, to run a to run a drill on the driving range is just it'd be funny. But well, anyways, yeah, well, that was a good time. Well, one more thing about that, then we'll get to this season. But you can, you sure. we definitely paid him back. So Sam made the cut up at the state championships, and once you get to oh, match, awesome. Once you get to match play, you can have a caddy. So guess who yes, we called to say, yes. get your butt up here. So he drove up from oh, Louisville and uh, Sam ran into a good player that's going to Ball State and got beat. But had he won, I don't know if the old man would have made it another 18 holes that <laughs> afternoon as the caddy. Oh, I, I tell you what, caddy, caddy's pretty cool too. And I had an experience two years back with uh, the senior PGA at French Lick. I got a, I got a chance to caddy just for a random you know, uh, PGA pro- professional there. And oh, wow. 
I, mine ended up making a cut, so I ended up oh. walking that course <laughs> for five days because he played a practice round. And yeah. man, I tell you what, that's some of the best memories I have of golf was was being able to caddy for somebody at that level. Yeah, that's I awesome. learned a lot. I got a bigger appreciation for caddies. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right. So, so let's get let's get to your girls this year. Um, now, yeah. now we had five seniors last year. Yes, we right. did. All right, and so they're all gone. So. Who do you they have? Are. Who do you have this year coming in, uh, coming up, and in into the program? Yeah. So first, I want to give. I mean, I can't. I can't say thank you enough to Morris, and even going back to Roger Paget days and right. Steve Kowalewski and the coaching and the tradition that really Darren Pinnock started in the late or early two thousand. Right. Um, there wasn't a girls' golf team at Washington, and yeah. so. This has been a pretty cool tradition to see grow. It's had its ups and downs. And, you know, um, well, like most and I, I want to absolutely. And, and, and I want to thank Morris and those guys because, you know, without them kind of keeping that going, it, you know, something like this just wouldn't have even existed for, for my girls. And so that's kind of why I got into coaching. So right. who we got coming on this year, I kind of, I had, to, I had to post and repost and then post again that there's a lady at the golf team. Uh, and <laughs> finally, finally, I finally got some interest. Uh, and I think that happened just by word of mouth. Uh, and so, you know, coming, we've got, we've got, uh, I believe three juniors. Um, so Kenley Barber is a name you'll, you'll be familiar with because right. she's a, she's an outstanding tennis player for Washington Okay, and, uh, very athletic. And so Kenley Barber is going to be coming in, uh, as a, as a junior. Again, she's not played golf before. She kind of picked it up. Uh, uh, this year and she got the itch quickly uh, because she was out there before I was able to even have conditioning and uh, oh, I know awesome. your son Brian O'Sam and then and Dominic DePass out there they were <laughs> they were some friends she had and so she just like hey come I want to tag along and see what this is about and honestly they did a good job of just showing her the basics and really? so when I showed up she had a good foundation to start with so hats off to the kids there they got yeah, started so good deal. yeah Kim Kenley Barber is going to be a, a great player for this year. Um, very athletic. And then we've got uh, a couple cousins, uh, Reese Purdue and Emma Clark. Um, and they're very new uh, to the game. Uh, haven't, haven't played before. And so, you know, being able to introduce the game to, to new, to new people, uh, it's, it's something I enjoy doing. Yeah. Uh, a- after talking with coach Ricky, I'm learning some new, uh, let's just say techniques for introducing the game to, new players so i'm excited about that and you know it's it's a lot more than just hitting the golf ball it's there's the whole mental side of the game that i want to make sure that the kids get uh introduced to and so being able to teach these these newcomers just the mental side of the game and what they can grow as a person not just you know as a golfer so i'm really looking forward to that and then um and then we have chani clark and she's a freshman and honestly she's probably the one that has the most uh teaching that's happened uh she's give she's gotten lessons from from trey she's gotten lessons from skip pace from here at washington okay uh she's gotten lessons from me um so she's she's kind of grown up playing with her dad and she knows the game she's more familiar but she's a freshman so she's a little quiet but uh she's gonna be a great player and you know that's one of those players that i think we're gonna start building building a really cool program around. And so that's great. I, I'm trying, I'm trying to get her to uh, talk to as many friends as she has, uh, because as you know, that's, that's four players that I've got. I right. got a couple other names that didn't quite, um, 
uh, follow through with wanting to come to conditioning. And that's all we can call it right now is conditioning. Right. And so, um, I've got a few other names that we're trying to, uh, you know, pull out to the course and, and see if we can't just get them interested, uh, in the game a little bit. And really it's, it's the camaraderie of the team. Uh, you get a pretty good core group of, of girls out there and they're going to have a blast. They're going to make some awesome memories. And, uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. So, Regardless of what the uh, goals are at the end of the season, and we'll set some, we'll set some goals, but uh, we're going to make some awesome memories this year, and I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's that—that's where I was looking at. I mean, I knew because I, I knew some of your girls from from last year, and I I knew that hey, they're all seniors, and yep. it's not a rebuilding year, but it, it, it kind of is, you know. So it kind of is. It kind of is. <laughs> and, and as a new coach, uh, right? I mean it's difficult to try to have a rebuilding year as a brand new coach. Right, yeah. Uh, so it, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I'm looking right. forward to the challenge. But it sounds like you've got a little bit more experience than what you would have thought maybe you had. So that sounds good. Right. <laughs> Let's just say that, uh, I, I, I listened to a lot of, um, former coaches. I, I've been reading a lot and, uh, I just, I told coach Ricky cause I know coach Ricky, he had big aspirations for me when I helped assistant coach back in, you know, 2010. And, you know, when I had the conversation with him, I could tell, uh, that, uh, I don't say I let him down, but I kind of was like, you know what? Um, we got to the point in our conversation and I just thanked him so much for passing on this knowledge. And, and he just said, you know what? He goes, I love it. But he goes, I don't have anybody to pass it on to. And I was like, you know what? That kind of, that kind of gave me goosebumps and it made me go, you know what? I need to start asking. I need to start asking more. Uh, there's a generation out there that just, we're not talking to, um, the older seasoned gentlemen out there that have so much knowledge and experience that, uh, I, my generation needs to learn from. And so, uh, I just want to encourage anybody that actually gets to listen to this part of it, uh, to definitely do that. Go out and talk to your grandparents, talk to those older, the older force them out of country Oaks that, plays six hours to play 18 holes go talk to them and uh i bet they've got some pretty awesome stories so or just listen to this podcast i, t- I tell i tell <laughs> exactly I, I told my son that tonight when we were playing so i mean come yep. on now i mean would you li- would you would you listen to me it's totally different coming from a parent it is but it is I, and what's funny is if you go out and ask anybody playing golf they'll say you know, who was the first one that kind of introduced you to the game? They're going to say, my dad. Right. Well, who's right. the least person you're going to listen to? Exactly. Your dad. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. So you're in a new conference. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. Brand, you're, yeah. You'll be the conference. first sport to start. So absolutely. I, I mean, and now your conference tournament from everything I'm looking at right now, your, your conference is here at country Oaks. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, wow. that was, yeah. so, we so, got some great, our school has some great advantages in the fact that, you know, country Oaks gets to host the regional. We get a host, uh, one invite, uh, we get a host now the, the PAC. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> I, you know, there's very few of us that get to appreciate that in the game of yeah, golf right. to actually host. But if you ever had to walk Christmas Lake and play a conference at Christmas Lake or have to go down to an Evansville course yep. and play one of those courses, I mean, it gives you a new appreciation to be able to, call a conference or a regional home 
Yeah. Uh, because man, there's just so many advantages to that. Right. And, uh, and I mean, we had that with bar. I mean, our blue chip is here Yeah, and, and our, yep. again, our regional on the boys side is here, but you know, um, yep. but yeah, you've got a new, a uh, new conference. I mean, you are so with the golf, are you going to be split in two or are you going to be all together? You know, I, I, I honestly don't even know yet. Okay. You know, this is where my inexperience is going to come in and I'm going to tell you, I've heard other sports are happen to split uh, right. their conference, like football. I've heard football splitting. Right. They've got a upper and a lower or whatever they're going to call them. Yeah, I don't know if golf going to have to do that because Just, yeah, look we can we can that... probably house we can probably house a conference at Country yeah. Coast. I mean, if you think about how many teams come to our regional, then you know we're not going to be too close to beyond that for the PAC to actually be hosted there. So, right. and, and when you're talking girls golf, not every school out there that's in the PAC may have a, a girls golf team. You know, there's some ones that are just going to have the one, two players that might yeah. play in it or even, if at all. So right. Right. I don't think it'll be that big of a, of a, of a challenge. Honestly, I, I, I don't even know. Yeah. Like so, uh, I'll on look the, forward to that. Yeah. On the schedule, there's 16 teams on here. So I would say that that's yeah, the you, whole, yeah. you could, you could get it. I yeah, mean, absolutely. yeah. The, between your large school and your small school divisions, yeah, you could do uh, one conference at Country Oaks easily. Yeah. yeah. Be, because, I mean, like you said, they do the regionals, they do the, the Washington invite, which you guys you guys have that, you know, also coming up. And Yeah, that's the early one for us. Right. Yep. So, I mean, so. But, uh, so, Josh, any, anything else we need to add before? I mean, we're going to check in with you during your season probably, and, and but anything cool. else right now that, that we can – Well, hey, I – I tell you what, I was I was looking forward to being a, a caller. You know, I, I was joking, but yeah. uh, the the three the three questions you get to end with, uh, right? Do I see, do I get to still answer the three questions, or am I not that? No, yet? no, you you can. <laughs> so so so, of course, our uh, our third compadre Blake is not here. You know, so oh okay. Yeah. Well, well, uh, how um, about then he gets to fact check me? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so what's your favorite golf memory? So my favorite golf memory, cause I was thinking about this and I've got two, and this is a fact check that you're going to have to do. But back in 2004, while I was fresh off of playing in college, I was the, as far as I know, the first and only winner of the country Oaks shootout and the Washington open shootout in the same year. And that was something, I mean, I just, I thrived off of those shootouts when I was younger, man. I, I absolutely loved shootouts. <laughs> well, I'm not going to, it was awesome. I'm not going to go into it right now, but you knocked me out of a shootout in a, in a, just a silly <laughs> good shot you hit off the nasty concrete going between the number two green and the driving range. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the year you won or not, but I know it knocked my ass out. There so. was like there was like uh, for, there was like for six years I tried to get him and mess and Weston. I was paying for the scramble teams, and they were so busy. You know, it was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, but but a, a really close second to that was probably my one and only hole in one. That uh, I, I the, my only witness was my dad, and, and he's passed away now, and so. That probably is my number one memory, but I tell you what, winning those two shootouts was, That's awesome. was definitely go. my number one memory. What about your um, favorite adult beverage? Well, so that's a longer story, but for the, what I'm just going to say is on very hot summer days, I love myself an ice cold. And when we're, when we're, I was younger, I don't drink. So this is a, the part right. that I was going to say it's a longer story, but 
Um, when I was younger, we would always call those Mountain Deuces for me. So I love myself a nice cold Mountain Deuce. So, so a basketball memory. So basketball, and this was another one that I was I was thinking about. And I tell you what, you know, being the last name Butcher and knowing that my great uncle was Jack Butcher, okay. I grew up going. I grew up going to that Washington sectional right. when they housed every local team yeah and i still i still remember those lagodi washington games or the lagodi barrie games for sectional right and i know i was younger don't get me wrong but man the atmosphere that was at the hatchet house those those are some of the awesome memories that i have for basketball yes either jack butcher arena or the hatchet house watching those sectional Uh, games just man those were awesome and 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 I get it, and I, I grew up in that era, and I went to WC, and, and so, you know, we had some upsets. The Madison, yeah. Yeah, we had some upsets around, right around the Madison time is when I went to school there. And yep. so now, you know, my kids and everything else, I mean, of course, they're older, but the Barry Vlagoti times. You know, oh, yeah. And, I mean, when you can fill up Jack Butcher, you know, arena. Oh, yeah. And, and then, awesome. you know, it was a few years back at, what, semi-state when – you know, they fill, the morning session was filled up between <laughs> Bloomfield and Bar Reeve. Yep. I, I mean, you know, so I mean, yeah, the the Hoosier hysteria is live and well in southern Indiana. So Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you guys I'm I'm loving your podcast. You guys really hit me on the head with the uh, the birdies and the basketball for sure. Thank you. Go. And uh man, I, I love listening to this. So I, I appreciate well, we, it. It's an honor just to be one of the guests. Well, and you know, we, we've joked many times that we started a sports podcast um, during a pandemic where there was no yeah. sports. So we right. are so happy to have you and the other coaches on and actually get to start talking about some other stuff for a while. But hey, you know, well, Josh, yeah. we, we just wish you nothing, nothing but the best of luck, especially in your first year here. I mean, there's been a long line of, of just since I kind of came around this area of Washington golf coaches, Bill Thompson and Bill Rickey and Mac and Morris Petty yep. and Kovaleski and Trey Miller. So we hope that you will Yep. you will continue the tradition and have lots and lots of success and hopefully we can get you during the season and see how things are going absolutely yeah i'd love to call in again and uh just want to say brino thank you for uh that roger Paget piece you did um oh, that yeah. shines some light for me just in the truth area uh i'm not much for you know digging into a bunch of gossip but you know that 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 really was an eye-opening you know interview to be able to have roger there and yeah. kind of explain his side of things and that was, I mean, that was, that was where this podcast thing kind of came real to me. So well, I, I appreciate, appreciate you, you guys doing that. You won't find a better Thanks. guy in the world than Roger Padgett. Yep. And uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate it, Josh. Good luck. And hey, we'll we're going to have you on later. Soon. All right. Uh, all right. Sounds great, guys. Thank you. Have Thank, a good one. Thanks, Thanks Josh. Josh. On the line, we are so excited as we continue our fall sports preview episode on Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. We've got Cody Chapman, the Washington High School Hatchets girls soccer coach. Cody, thank you so much for joining the show. Hey, Cody. Hey, you guys are welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So as we've gone through this uh, this mess we've gone through, I'm sure your season and your off-season work has changed dramatically from what it's been before. Um, first of all, how many years have you been the soccer coach uh, for Washington, and what have we done? What have you done to try to get ready for this season? Uh, this is this will be my fifth year as the coach. Uh, you know, so I've officially this year will be my first year where I put, you know, a full class of girls that have only played for me through. 
Uh, and you know, in terms of getting ready for this season, it's, it's really been like everybody else where you're just kind of doing what you can do. We're really just in week two of being able to have right. in-person activities. And even then it's just two days a week. Um, so it's been kind of, I mean, it's like anything anybody's ever experienced, obviously. And we're not, you know, we're, we're a part of that. And so we've just been trying to, um, focus on the girls getting their fitness outside of our time together. So that way, when we come together, we're working on, uh, the technical parts of the game, a little bit of strategy and other things like that. Whereas maybe in the past that we'll spend a little bit more time with fitness and, uh, other things in the course of a, like a practice when we're doing like five days a week and stuff like that. So it's definitely been interesting and it's definitely honestly a lot more responsibility on the girls, uh, to get ready for the season because right, right now we're, we're playing August 15th, a double header, regardless of what they say so far. And so we got to be ready for that date, no matter how much practice time they give us. Right. And I mean, and I'm looking at your schedule right now. Yeah. I mean, you are, you play South Spencer that day and tell city that afternoon. I mean, so. yeah. It's in, in, you know, with the new conference, which I'm sure you guys are kind of familiar with because right. it's a big shakeup for all the sports. Um, there's a lot of long drives and right. in soccer, you know, boys and girls, we kind of made the decision to do those on a Saturday as opposed to making that a weeknight and, you know, drive, right, yeah. you know, you go down there and you get a JV and a varsity soccer game, each are 80 minutes, um, 80 and 70 respectively. It's, it makes for a long night. So right. yeah, double headers and, uh, which are, it's not too uncommon in soccer. You don't, you don't love them, but yeah, no, it's a, I, I brought that point up today at practice. I was like, girls, we got to be ready to play, you know, 160 minutes come that Saturday and rain. You know, right now we're not ready. We got to get there. Yeah. Right. So, so, Take me to right now. So, are you, you your conditioning right now? Are you on the field? Are you on the field? Are you in the weight rooms? Or where are you where are you at now? No. So basically, what we have um, is we have school sponsored fitness sessions that are led by a, you know like I'll say a fitness professional. Um, a co- coach. Her name's Coach Knapp, and she's been doing school sponsored fitness sessions for all the sports four days a week. Um, and then we're allowed two days a week on the field. So we're using those for a lot of like technical things related to, you know, kind of the basics, passing, uh, touches on the ball, dribbling, okay. uh, that kind of stuff. That's pretty much what I do almost for a full two hours. It's all that technical gear. And then we're basically asking the girls to get a bunch of fitness outside of, um, of that time. Cause I really don't want to use that practice time sure. for running. Right. I want it something they can do on their own, especially since it's so limited right now. So basically you know, two days a week. Right. And I am assuming, and I, I hate to assume, but this is different from any other five years that you've done when it comes down to your practice times. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've, we're like anybody we'll do three days a week in June. Um, you know, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or sometimes it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right. you know, three or four weeks in June. And then we'll come back right after the traditional moratorium week in July. And we're, we're five days a week for two and a half hour, two to two and a half hours, you right. know, up till our first game, August 15th. So you get five days a week of practice for June and half of August before you even, you know, step on the field. Um, and it, it's just not going to be the case right, right now. Uh, and really your fall sports are, you know, at a detriment in that way, sure. because, you know, football, girls, golf, um, you know, boys, tennis, boys, soccer, and girls, soccer kind of, you know, they're the guinea pigs for a lot of this. Sure. So, and again, I don't know a lot about soccer, but, and I'm going to be the first, but 
by the time you hit that Hoosier Cup, you want to be rolling. Is that what you're, uh, is that what you're kind of looking at or no? Yeah, I mean, that's like our first big – this is a, obviously a big piece of schedule. And Hoosier Cup isn't always a good gauge on things because you're playing three games in a weekend, right. and that's a lot. Right. Um, sure. Especially depending on your roster size. That I mean, that, that plays a big thing in it because in soccer you're playing 11 on 11. Okay. Um, and I always tell people, you know, to find 11 girls, you know, and if you're looking at a full varsity roster, you've got about 22 people. Uh, that means to find 22 people to, you know, be ready to go and play soccer. It can be a lot for different size schools. Right. Uh, and whereas in a basketball team, 15 people, you pretty much got all of your teams filled pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's much easier to fill up like a basketball roster than it is to fill like a soccer roster, similar to football. Okay. Um, so which is some of the things that, you know, various programs have. And so that, that can be troubling depending on how many girls that you have and how deep you can go in that roster, just like any sport. So, um, Hoosier Cup's a good time to gauge that. Right. But really, I want to, I want to be humming by mid September. Like when we're in the midst of that, um, conference schedule, we've played a few games. Okay. I'd really like to just know what everything, like we're ready to go yeah. for October sectionals come mid-September that's usually my goal okay yeah, you've got that good deal yeah you've got that North Posey Mount Vernon Boonville Forest Park Jasper so that yeah that's the definitely mid-September is the the teeth of your schedule for sure yeah and that Jasper game is always one that obviously we surf on the schedule because in soccer Jasper and Washington that's the rivalry that it, you know you get that is it for them for us it is it is the one the girls look forward to, yeah. their girls look forward to, on the boys' and girls' side, because it's been it's yeah. been the sectional championship for, oh, years and years and years. Okay. Well, and, and that's why, I and I'll go back to last year, you beat them 1-0 in, in the year, in the regular season. and then Right, yep. Yeah, and I hate to bring that up. Come sectional time, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, and, and so – um, as that being said, now that they're out of your, are they still going to be in your sectional or do we, yeah, know, yeah. do we know this? As far as I know, yeah, they've re- they, the, so it's just, it's like any sport you classify into classes, like basketball has four classes, right? Yeah. Are you with me on that? Soccer has three classes and okay. they're done by size, but then you also have a success factor. Um, so it's kind of weird right. in yeah. soccer. Jasper is in the girls sectional. We are in the same class. We're in two A. We're in that middle class. Okay. Um, but it's boys, Jasper is in the large class, so they're not in the same class. Oh, really? Gotcha. Because huh. there are there are you know the amount of boys teams versus girls teams. Oh, uh, okay. So right. yeah, it's a little bit different. So actually, yeah. last year I believe Jasper boys won sectional in the Evansville sectional, and our boys obviously won sectional or on a sectional, and that was probably one of the first times that's happened in a while. Right. Um. Because for the longest time they've been in the same sectional, you so, know, and th- that's been pretty recently. I think we went from classless soccer to class soccer in the 2000 in the fall of 2012. So now they're on eight years of classes in soccer. Okay. So e- even though they're not in your conference now, they're, the, sti- be, they're yeah. still going to be in your, they're section. still in our sectional okay. and they're still on our schedule. Yeah. Okay. They're obviously in that Evansville um, thing, but they're still in our sectional. Right. Um, and it, it'll still mean a lot. So we'll, we yeah. will see them, you know, in that, there you, go. Uh, you so, know, so getting, in that sectional final. So getting to your new conference, how do you like that? Uh, 
I ask me at the end of the year. I mean, it, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a new experience. It, I mean, I had to. Uh, we have you know my athletic director myself and Evan voice coach to tell you this. It's a completely new schedule. We just pretty much had to yeah. throw out what we had last year and rein in because we had to add I don't know four or five games right. and find those locations and the, you know a lot of new places. I was talking to my assistant coach today and I go, "This will be the first time in my soccer career where I'm gonna have to try to." in terms of high school, I'm not find a field. Like I'm there not going to know where it's at. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited because I think, uh, the schedule is going to be something new for the girls, uh, and something to kind of maybe look forward to with some new opponents we're not used to. Uh, but it, you know, anytime you're, you're changing up something so dramatic in terms of that, it, it'll be interesting. I think maybe the, it'll be a different, it'll be a competition discrepancy because we've dropped teams like Memorial and Castle to pick up teams like South Spencer and Tell City. Um, so I'm hoping that shows on the record at the end of the year right. uh, because those are those are some obviously top five teams in the state regardless of class. Yeah, some of those right. Exactly. Hey, talk, yeah, hey, talk about your roster a little bit, Cody. What's your experience level coming into the season, and, and what are you? Uh, how is it shaping up? Uh, well, we've got a pretty uh, – right now we're about 30, 30 deep at the roster, and we've got – I'm really excited about our varsity roster this year. We've got some good senior leadership, and we've got some um, kind of a, a couple strong classes coming in. Last year, I started four freshmen oh, wow. uh, at the varsity level, and so they're going to move up. Hopefully, you know, assuming we see some improvement and some, uh, you know, uh, four starting at least four starting sophomores. So that'll be pretty rare to have a team that's had the success we've had start that many freshmen. Yeah, uh, so that'll be interesting coming up as they kind of grow in, and hopefully can continue to grow at the sophomore level. Uh, and then we've got some, you know, some seniors that have contributed a lot over four years. I've got a couple, uh, Peyton Summers, Haley Osman are two of my, kind of my senior leaders, uh, in terms of going up front and some senior leadership at the back from girls like Jessica Hart. Uh, so they'll, you know, I've got a, a good mix. We're going to see a lot of younger players on the field, uh, but we're going to see a lot of, um, upperclassmen as well. That's a good thing when you're, you know, you got to play 11 people, you can have all over the mark in terms of, you know, uh, people contributing to the roster so or people contributing to the game so it'll it'll be a good mix we're not you know we're not going to march out all for classmen or anything like that but it you know i'm excited for what we have every team takes on a new identity as we go through so every year you got to find new goal scorers and new people to step up uh but it should be a good year with some good balance and a lot of experienced players even though they're young good deal same goalkeeper or same goal same goalkeeper, Gigi Rivalorio. She's kind of our, uh, she's our staple at the back, and we're going to hopefully continue to see improvement from her. She's kind of a two-time freshman, sophomore. She'll be a junior this year. Uh, she's our all-district player uh, for the last two years, and she's got, you know, a lot of a lot of work to go. And uh, but we're excited to have her back and ready to roll. Well, well, that's good. Well, hey, Cody, nothing but good luck to you, and we really appreciate you coming on, and, and we hope to be able to have you on during your season to just kind of check in with you because we want to make sure we're shining shining spotlights on, on all the different sports in the area. We've got a lot of great athletes in this area and a lot of success to come, so we'll hopefully you, we'll have you back on, but uh, as of right now, we're just going to wish you the best of luck. Hey, thanks. Anytime, anytime you need soccer explain don't be afraid to give us a yeah. call or anything like that we may have to go <laughs> we may have to go more in depth on uh, a rules and b strategy next time yeah i'm more than happy to do that and just walk it through it, it it's a pretty common thing but we're always happy to talk soccer both evan and i on the 
you know, our, our boys coach. We're one some of the few that really understand it really well. There you go. Um, we're happy to share it. So oh, that's no awesome. Now, Thanks for having me. Now, don't get me wrong. We've got you marked on the schedule. We're going to come out and see some games. So. Hey, you know, and they're, it's a, uh, they're, they're exciting. You know, some games are better than others, and some things can kind of lull you, but right. uh, there's nothing better, especially in that October range around sectional time. Yeah. Uh, especially to get two really good teams. They're, I mean, there's not hardly much better to watch, in my opinion. Um, and especially, you know, mark those Jasper games down because they're just because this year, uh, if you look at that schedule, the um, the varsity both the varsity games are on the same night. We we changed that this year, so okay. our girls varsity and boys varsity are playing on the same night because usually in the past, oh wow, they would they would be on the same night, and our girls team couldn't attend the boys game. Oh, it was kind of tough that, yeah. It says it's it at it says it's at Jasper. Is that correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, but it's so our girls' old varsity team will play first, and our boys' varsity team will follow. You know, um, we're learning how to do live broadcasts. That might be one we might, we might that, be able to do. That might to, be the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it'd be a good one to get your boys and girls' varsity out of the there you like, go. off the same night because the JVs will be on a different night, and it's that's a new tradition we're hoping to start and kind of. So that way our student yeah. athletes get to participate that's and celebrate fun. each other as opposed to having to miss each other's Absolutely. Game. Yeah, that's really that's really cool. If so if we come down for the Jasper game and we do live broadcast, here's the here's the only thing I request. Somebody yeah. somebody's gotta score from Washington so I can go <laughs> go <laughs> Well major celebrations. I you know, I can't guarantee a goal, but I <laughs> I have never played in a zero-zero stalemate. Which I say there, that, and this will be the year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, exactly. I'm just I'm just praying when he yells that he doesn't take his shirt off. What What are the boys or girls teams will score? I'll, I'll put I'll put my money on that. All right, Cody. Thank you so Cody, much for joining, you. and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. All Thanks. Right. On On the phone with us now is as Coach Austin Dean, Washington Catholic girls soccer coach. Hi, Austin. How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having yeah, me. Austin, yeah, Austin, uh, glad Thanks. to have you. So we've, we've come into a season here unlike any other. Um, yeah. First of all, <laughs> how, many, uh, how many years of experience of soccer coaching do you have, and uh, what in the world did you do to try to get ready for this season? Yeah, so this is this will be my third season, actually, as a uh, coach at WC there for the girls. Um, you know, I was a player there beforehand, and I was actually just as I moved back into town from uh, school, it was kind of an opportunity that presented itself and the timing felt right. So I kind of jumped in there. So yeah, so this will be my third season of that. Um, really, really looking forward to it. And like you said, it's going to be a, a different season um, than what we're, yeah, what we're used to. Sure. But, um, you know, really the, the main thing with everything that's going on of what we found is just, we're kind of getting a later start than we had anticipated. So right. it's kind of catering practices and conditioning and things like that. Uh, you know, trying to, to do all of that in a shorter amount of time is a challenge, but you know, you just kind of have to do, you know, do conditioning things that are also, you know, uh, soccer drills, you know, it just, you have to find those, those balance that kind of works both, both conditioning and skills uh, at the same time. But we're, we're finding that and we're, you know, we're plugging along. It's been, about two weeks now or about a week and a half um, of practice and conditioning. And I like my team. I like where we're at and I like where things are headed. Good deal. Good deal. So, I mean, so with that conditioning, so are you, you five days a week conditioning or are you just a couple days a week so, and then, and then, and then, then skill, skill work or where are we, where are we at? Sure. Yeah. It was 
set up with our school, they kind of had a, a routine of what they, they thought was appropriate and kind of set up some phases for us. So right now we're in our phase one, which is uh, Monday and Wednesday, so two days a week, we are doing uh, ball steal things um, just for about two hours of practice time there. Um, and then we are limited to just doing about four days a week total of things. So the Monday, Wednesday with the ball, and then Tuesday, Thursday, we're strictly conditioning. Um, you know, we're practicing a little bit shorter there, but we're also going a little bit harder just on the conditioning side of it. Um, so we're about four days a week there. That'll probably ramp up in the next couple of weeks to, you know, five days a week, but, but, uh, put in more ball skills and things like that and do less of the conditioning side of it. So do you have a scrimmage uh, shortly or your first game is shortly? I, 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 I went to look for your schedule and I couldn't, I, I tried to track sure. down something. I've actually got it here in front of me. Um, oh, okay. our, our first game is August 19th. So, okay. you know, it, it really it sneaks up on you pretty quickly there. Um, you know, in years past, we've had other schools reach out to try to do scrimmages and things like that, but I didn't have the numbers in years past to be able to do that you know, with everything else going on in the summertime. Well, now I have the numbers, and it would have been nice to have been able to do that, <laughs> but the timing just didn't work itself yeah. out at that point. So right. yeah. we'll, we'll be ready to go for our first game good well and you mentioned in your numbers and i know you know in other sports i mean let's let's face facts that wc's had had some struggles with sure. numbers um, absolutely yeah. so what 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 are your numbers looking like and how's it break down in experience um so i'm looking at you know it's still kind of up in the air you know sometimes people change their minds here and there but i'm i'm expecting about 20 girls somewhere between 19 and okay, 21 good. girls that's, is, a, that's what a we're good looking num- at that's a good number it, yeah i'm i'm thrilled with that i mean i think in, in last year i think maybe 16 or 17 and that's just a struggle with practice trying to get you know enough numbers and scrimmages and things like that in but um yeah really looking forward to that so uh we graduated two and then we had a foreign exchange student for the year last year so we lost three total um, but we're gaining, I believe it's, uh, looking about to be five or six freshmen. Good. Um, so that's, that's going to be big. Um, but, uh, my experience wise, I'm pretty balanced really. You know, I've got a, a good blend of, of seniors, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen, all with, you know, a good amount of experience. Um, I do have some girls who, you know, it's, it's their maybe second year now of, of playing soccer, but made, you know, tremendous improvement last year. So, it's going to be a team where we have contributions across the board, you know, from freshman to senior. Um, you know, if you're working hard, you're putting in the effort, you're going to play. I don't necessarily have a preference of what, you know, what year you are, what age you are. As long as you're, you're proving that you should be out there, you're going to get the point. There you go. There you go. Is, uh, is soccer with you playing congruently with the boys? Is soccer different mm-hmm. than other sports? Do you guys practice together, boys and girls? We don't. Um, and that's, you know, that's where it, it gets to be a challenge from time to time right now where we're only doing you know ball skills and things like that every other day you know we kind of split the field with the boys so they're doing it on the opposite days of us um but we have like a practice field and things like that as well so so we're out there at the same time but we're we're independent from each other in that regard well we just talked to cody uh the washington high school girls soccer coach and and he promised that between you and and evan and uh and himself that you might be able to during this season as we check in with you you can explain soccer to us because we don't have any sure. idea <laughs> hey you guys want to come out to a game we'll tell you all you want we, we definitely will <laughs> well and, and if you get a chance shoot us your schedule there uh we'll, sure yeah i can do that yeah because we're we're gonna go see cody and then the washington team plays uh jasper jasper yeah 
Both. Oh yeah, that uh, that would be a good game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try it. We may even do it live. You never time. know. There, there uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> so. so overall, to wrap up, um, what do you think about the season? How, how do you look at your schedule? How do you think your team's going to going to step up and and uh, and compete in uh, during the conference and then heading into the tournament? You know, I looking at the schedule, kind of as I've gone through it, you know, there's obviously lots of roster turnover and things between the other teams as well. And I kind of have a general idea of who who stands where. I really like where my team's at. I think we stand a good chance against pretty well everybody on our schedule. Um, there will be some challenges and things like that, some bumps in the road. But, um, you know, really overall, I don't see anybody that I, I'm just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm dreading that game kind of thing. So, um, you know, I think going into it, we're just going to take it, you know, one game at a time, focus on the first one, and then and just, you know, go from there. If it's a good game, great. If it's a bad game, we'll forget about it. And, and on to the next one. Right. Austin, can you highlight some of your, your girls, your, your, your goalkeeper and some of your seniors possibly? Sure. So, um, goalkeeper is going to be an interesting spot for us right now. Um, last year we kind of had to do it. Uh, you know, we kind of had to force a player into doing it. We just, we graduated our goalie and it was a situation where somebody had to step up. And uh, that was, um, Adeline O'Brien last year did a great job for us there. So this year we've got, um, a couple of girls who uh, played goalkeeper for the junior high team um, would be uh, Grace Drew and uh, Caitlin Stevens. So we'll probably go with them in some capacity. Now, I unfortunately, I haven't seen them play a ton and right. only have through drills a little bit. So we're working on some things. But I think they've got quite a bit of potential there. Um, as far as just kind of leadership goes, we've got some really great seniors that, you know, lead in the various ways. You know, Claire Fox is one that she's, Coming back from injuries last year, had to deal with concussions quite a bit. Um, but she's, you know, a strong player, can play with both feet, score from anywhere kind of person. Um, Allie Klein is another one. She's another very smart, skilled player. Um, you've got to work on having her understand that she is as smart and skilled as she is because <laughs> sometimes she gets kind of lost in her in her game a little bit there. there you go. Um, another uh, senior, Jaden Hoffman, she um, – she's really stepped up as a vocal leader and she's that person at practice that really kind of gets people, you know, amped up, pumped up for practice. You know, sometimes it's hard to, you know, go out and convince yourself it's fun to run. She's that person that can kind of get that out of you. Um, and then lastly, Margaret Basler will be our, our last senior there, but she, um, we haven't had her too much yet this year. She's uh, been out of town and also she's coming back from a pretty big, like knee, knee injury last season with some ACL stuff and things like that. But, uh, She's been rehabbing hard, and she's good. You know, cleared to go and ready to go. So once she gets back in town, we'll we'll hit it hard with her too. Awesome. If you if you can probably keep that fox girl healthy there, you know she'll be all right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she, <laughs> she's, she's been up there for you know, leading scorer and things she, like that for several seasons. And you know, last season she missed probably three or four games and is still up there as second leading scorer. So yeah, she, if we can she, keep her on the field. We'll be in good shape. Yeah, she's <laughs> she. I I I know that she's a. Uh, a big time soccer player. So yeah, even, even though I don't know a lot about soccer, I know that she's a big time soccer player. So. <laughs> there you go. When you when you know it, you know. You know it. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Well, listen, Austin. Thank you so much uh, uh, for joining us here, Austin Deem, coach of the Washington Catholic Girls Soccer Team. We wish you nothing but luck, and uh, if it's okay, we'd sure like to have you back during the season just to kind of check in and let us know how things are going. Yeah, I appreciate it, Chris and Brian, guys, both. Thank you so much, and yeah, have me on anytime. Okay, sounds good. Right, good luck to you, Austin. Thanks. Take care, guys. Bye. Next up, 
to wrap up the fall sports preview night number one with uh, where we've highlighted uh, girls golf and soccer is Evan Stahl, the Washington High School, the Hatchet Boys soccer coach. Evan, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we're so happy to. So a uh, little different season that we're going into with the with the yeah. pandemic and things. Evan, how long have you been uh, been the coach of the Hatchets, and, and what's kind of your experience in soccer, and what have you done to get ready for this season? Um, this will be my fourth year as the head coach. Uh, fifth year with the team, I was the JV coach for one year. Um, and my background, obviously I, I grew up in Washington, born and raised Washington, played for the hatchets. Um, I was a member of the O3 team that went to state, uh, the last team from Washington to make it to the state finals actually. And that was, we like to brag a little bit. That's still when there was only one class. There you go. Always have to add on to the, <laughs> Hey, Hey, brag all yeah. you want. Yeah. You got to add that want. onto the story. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so that was the last time. It's been too long. We're hoping, you know, that's always the goal. We want to get back. But um, then I went from there. I went down to USI, and I played there for four years. Um, moved around a couple places, and I finally got back in. I coached some junior high teams there, here and there, just helping out with club teams and things. Um, and then I really got back into it when I moved back to Indiana um, in 2013. And I actually I coached at Vincent's Lincoln for three years. So I was oh, the head okay. coach. Okay. Yeah, I was the head coach there for three years. Um, kind of, you know. Uh, getting cutting my teeth there and um finally had the opportunity quentin uh myers the coach before me you know was looking when he knew uh i had the opportunity to move over as his jv i jumped at the chance to get back back home and um well that's great so that's that was 2016 i guess it was and um yeah so that's a quick quick run through my background but uh, it's been awesome I'll, I'll tell you that it's been a great uh four years so far and i'm looking forward to it um like you said, it's been a little different. We lost the whole month of June. Um, unfortunately, we we use June and July as our preseason. All fall sports do, um, and we're usually running, you know, all through June. As soon as we can start, we're four four days a week. But uh, we didn't have the opportunity to do that. A lot of guys miss out on their travel or club soccer. Um, so, and then we're and then we're in phase one of our return to play protocols, what they call it. And right now, we're only allowed to do two days a week. So today was our third session. We went Tuesday, Thursday last week, and today. But uh, the numbers have been good. Um, you know, we're just getting out and letting them kind of play and seeing what we got. We had uh, we had a big turnover this year. We had 14 seniors last year that oh, graduated. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. And a lot of them, well, I guess I should, I say 14. Two of them were managers, okay. Um, okay. but still like 12 players. And a lot of them have, were a big part of the, the varsity team for at least three years. One, Lance Roach was a four-year, um, and a lot of the guys were, were, three-year starters, or if not starters, they, they contributed quite a bit. So, you know, um, I, don't, I don't want to dwell on what we don't have, but there's right. a lot of new places at the varsity level. Uh, so we're just kind of letting them get out and play right now because a lot of them haven't been able to do much, obviously, yeah. and kind of seeing what we got. We got a lot of – the good thing is we have a lot of freshmen. We almost have the same amount of freshmen as we lost seniors. So oh, wow. So our so numbers that, are still that's there. Yeah. Right. So, our numbers are still there. Um, and I like to use the phrase Coach Myers – Quentin's dad, Kevin, who was the coach previous to Quentin, he always used the phrase, I know, reloading instead of rebuilding. And that's what we always believe we're doing, you know. Um, like I said, I don't want to dwell on what we don't have. We've had, we had an awesome group that we're, we're losing to graduation this year. But we have a lot of good guys coming back. Uh, we have a lot of young talent, I think. And um, I'm looking forward to it. And I think we're going to be there um, competing, I guess, in a new conference now. The past. Yeah, right. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Our, uh, our schedule has changed quite a bit. 
Talk um, about so talk, so talk we, about that if you could your schedule and, and the new sure. conference and yeah. Um, we went from the Big Eight, as everyone knows, Washington's in the Big Eight to the PAC, right? Uh, Pocket Athletic Conference, and so we actually have gone from five conference games last year to eleven this year. Wow, um, that's a big difference. Three yeah. of those are the other Big Eight schools besides Lincoln and Jasper, who are coming with us: Princeton, Mount Vernon, and Boonville. Um, so it's, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, our schedule has changed quite a bit. We still had some of the teams like uh, Heritage Hills and Gibson Southern, who I think are two of the better teams in that conference. We, we've had them on our schedule for several years now. So um, and, and, those will be, I think, our big, our big competition, honestly. Um, and you still have Jasper. Yes, we are keeping Jasper. Yeah, that's <laughs> the big thing. The big, the big switch is the real big, the real big change is that we're not going to the Hoosier Cup, which is a tournament in Bloomington. Over Labor Day, usually over Labor Day weekend every year. That's oh, okay. pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good schools come there. You get teams from up north. We've actually played South Bend Adams the last few years there. Played Zionsville the last couple of years. Who Zionsville went undefeated in three A last year. Oh wow! And won the championship. Um, so we're not able to do that because of the schedule changes. But yes, we kept. Of course, we kept Jasper. That's the big rival. Right. Um, keeping Jasper on the schedule. Kick Castle, who has always been a kind of a rival for us. Um. They're still throughout there. the year. Yep. Yep. And then Bloomington South is going to be our first game of the year. Those are the three games besides the so besides the eleven conference games. And those three, we host the tournament. We host the Hatchet Classic, which is the first or second weekend of the year now. Right. Um. So those are our other five games besides the eleven conference games. Right. So yeah. our schedule does look quite a bit different. Um. It's still pretty. It's, it's still it, pretty strong. I'm I'm sitting here looking right. at I'm sitting here looking at it right now. So yeah, I, I, I've got it printed out. I mean. Like you said, you, it, it, you you start out with Bloomington South, and then you go Forest Park, then the Classic, right? And, and then and, uh, you know. the teams in the Classic, if you were wondering, are um, let's see here: Bloomington, Bloomington North, New Albany, Terre Haute North, New Albany and Terre Haute North, right? New Albany yeah. joined last year. Uh, Evansville North used to come, but last year they dropped out for whatever reason. So not New Albany. So yeah, we usually get some strong competition. And that is the reason why I made sure we wanted to keep Castle and Jasper and Bloomington yeah. South because. You know they're all three A schools, obviously yeah. in soccer. Um, but man, those are good. Those are good teams. Really good competition for us, and we we need games like that because inevitably we always run into if we're if we're fortunate enough to get out of sectional, we always run into that blue team in the south. What I like to call them yeah. Memorial. 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 <laughs> just say you know they are a, a soccer blue blood in this state. So, right. Well, um, and and. You know, the last few years in everything, it seems like Memorial yeah. is on a run of, of right. uh, great proportion in all sports. Hey, if you could highlight some of your players for us, let us know, um, especially for guys like us, that when we come to your soccer game, it may be our first one ever. So highlight, <laughs> <laughs> highlight, sure. highlight some of your, uh, sir, your, your, your stars and your leaders. Sure. Um, well, we can start, I think, in the goal, um, which the goal, it's our goaltender, Wade Francis. We have a senior, Wade Francis, and then we have a junior who you may know the name, Joe Lahorel. He's on. The, he was on the basketball team. He was only a sophomore, but he started last year yep. because Wade got hurt right at the beginning of the season, had an ankle ankle problem that kept okay. him out quite a bit. So right. Joe and Joe just, you know, he took his opportunity and and ran with it and did a great job for us. So he actually was a starter for the whole year. But uh, right now, Joe just had thumb surgery. Um, he injured his thumb in in basketball season so as of now wade francis is he's going to be one of our big leaders 
and he's a really good goaltender. We're very blessed. We have two very capable goaltenders for the varsity level, um, like we have the last few years. So Wade in the goal, I think, um, and then there's, let's see here. And like I said, we have a lot of turnovers. I got to think about it. There's a lot of, it's kind of weird because the last couple of years, it's kind of like, okay, we know, you know, pretty much who, who's going to be where, just maybe we right. have one or two spots to fill in. But now it's like, wow, we got quite a few, but, um, well, it's like you have a kid and, go that's, ahead. That's like you said, you lost 22, didn't you? Or 14. Or I'm sorry, 14. So how right. many, how right. many, and, and I, I don't want to interrupt you. How many do you carry? I mean, as many, carry, well, many as possible or. I, I say as many as possible, but when you get up to our numbers, we had we have almost forty coming out right now this first week. Okay, um, and we just got new. It's kind of funny because uh, you you play it's the same same numbers as football. You play eleven on the field at a time. Right. We obviously have a JV and a varsity. So what we've been trying to do is keep forty. Forty is our number. Gotcha. Um, we usually have anywhere from forty five to fifty come out. So unfortunately, we have to. You know, we're not able to keep everyone. And when we travel, it's hard to. You know, the buses, we, oh, yeah. when you got the coaches and your manager, you don't have enough room anyway. So right. 40 is the number that we look to keep, Okay, um, which gives you about 20 per team, which is good when you include the goalkeepers and then the field players and things like that. Yeah. So so about 40. Um, some other names to mention, we have a kid uh, who was new to our team last year, but he'll be a senior this year. His name is Mar- Marvin uh, Perez Ramos. Um, he'll be, a, he's kind of one of our rocks in the middle of the midfield, kind of more of a defensive midfielder. Okay. He's just a really, really good talent. Um, smart, really smart. Soccer's what he does. Um, and he's just, he's just very good. He's very smart. He just kind of runs things. I just envision him this year, kind of, we play everything through him and he'll just kind of get a, everything going for us. Oh, wow. Um, and then Friday, we got a kid named Friday. His first name is Friday. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's got a brother. He's got two brothers, Thursday and Sunday. Oh no. no! Come on! No way! No, no, no way! No. Not a joke. No. no. Wait a minute! Wait! You're being serious. I, I was going to throw out a Monday on this, but no, no, no I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Is that Friday, right? Thursday and Sunday. I wonder if that was when they were born, or is I'm it? I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, Friday will be a senior, and he's one of our defensive players in the middle, and he actually stepped in. Uh, about a quarter of the way into the season last year, and he just he took over that spot and never let it go. So Good he's going to be another leader for us. He's just solid. You know, um, we have another kid, Connor Blair, who will be a junior, and uh, I I think he's going to be the next. I don't I don't want to give him I don't want to get uh, too much praise on him, but I think he's our next Grant Niehaus. You know that name from basketball, but right. he was also yep yep he was also a uh, a major major player for us the last three years. Um, and we lost him at the back. He's our sweeper, kind of central central defensive defensive sweeper type player. I think Connor's going to fill in that spot. Um, he's very athletic, just like Grant was, um, and he just man, he just plays hard. So Good. at the back, at the back, we're going to be really solid. I think our biggest question mark are going to be like, where's your goal scorers come from? We lost quite a few. You know, Brady Hill, Jacob Davis, our two leading goal scorers were both seniors last year. Right. Um, we have, let's see here, Tyler Boyd, another junior. We're young. We don't have a lot of seniors this year. I think we have about six or seven, right. which only a few of them, about half of them played significant minutes last year. So, so we're pretty young, but we got a lot of juniors. We got some sophomores, I think, that are going to compete for some varsity minutes. So it's it's exciting right now. Yeah. Hey, wh- who, talk about your assistant coaches. Who you got on staff and uh, what's sure. their roles? Sure. Uh, Mike Roach. And Chris Colvin, who've been with me the whole time. Mike was actually on board 
Uh, he was one of the JV coaches when I became JV head coach, or he was one of the assistants, I should say. And then Chris Colvin, um, I hired him when I became the head coach, and they've been with me the whole time. So they're great. They all, you know, we work well together. Um, Mike is the JV head coach now. He took that role last year and is coming back to be the JV head coach again. But he's also an assistant, and then Chris is an assistant for both teams. Okay. Um, kind of, he actually does the stats for when we have the varsity games, which is very nice. But yeah. um, they're, they're great. They're great to work with. They're willing to help out. You know, we're all on the same page. We have been. We have the same goals. Um, you know, I know you guys said you don't know a lot about soccer, but for our program, we have been, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinions, we have been one of the best since since soccer became an IHSA sport back in, I think, 92. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been one of the better programs right. in the South. Oh, yeah. And I- it's always it's always been a goal to win the state championship. We've been there five times. Yeah, We've never been fortunate enough to get it done, but that's, those two are just like me. We're, we, that is the goal. Obviously we have other goals winning, you know, winning the different tournaments we're in, winning our conference, winning sectional. Um, but man, the big picture is to win a state championship. And those two are on board with me and everything we do kind of, you know, builds up to that. That's great. And I hate yeah. to, and I hate to dive down into this, but, when when we talk about it, and like you said, you followed Quentin, mm-hmm. and his father also was a coach there that was that yeah, did, that did well. I oh. mean, yes, by far. And, right. and and I've only been up here for fourteen, fifteen years, and I know those names. Mm-hmm. You coming in after Quentin is got to be like, ooh, you know, <laughs> how can I do this? You know, and I, and I yeah. don't, I don't want to dive all, all the way into that. I, I want to showcase your team tonight and we'll probably touch more as we go down the road, but you know, that's got to be a little difficult. Yeah. And then, and you know, Quentin and I were good friends. We're the same age. We, uh, we grew up together. We actually played at USI together, lived down there oh, wow. for three years together. So, okay. Okay. you know, I don't want to get into all the circumstances and everything about that, but yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's, right. You know, I don't feel the pressure, but I'm, <laughs> I'm only the third the third coach in the history of the program. Right. Which oh, wow. is awesome. Exactly. I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah, we'll we'll, so, have, we'll have you on later for for more of that. Yeah, we'd love to have you okay. on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and we we also told um, when we were talking to Cody. Um, not mm-hmm. only will we be coming to some of your games and get educated and you guys are going to help us educate, but we may sure. just do a live podcast from that doubleheader Jasper. That Jasper. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I forgot to mention that in the, when we talked about the schedule, I'm really excited about that. We, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of suggested that a few years ago to the, and they they were on board. We had, you know, scheduling conflicts and things, but uh, I'm glad now that you know, kind of decided since we're not in the same conference, that's going to work out. I think that's going to be awesome. That will be really, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Really excited about that. Yeah, because yeah, it's a girls' yeah. boys doubleheader. Yeah, that'll, mm-hmm. that'll be we're great. Hoping, we're hoping to kind of keep the fire. The last man, the last three years, our games with them have just been just fireworks. Obviously, it's been for a, it's been for a conference championship every year. Right um, now, we don't have that. But me and the Kyle Kendall, the boys' head coach, there, we have discussed possibly doing some kind of traveling trophy. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. So I haven't talked to him in, about that in a while, but I'm hoping we can do something to kind of, but I don't think that'll be needed, you know, to still make it exciting. It's just Jasper Washington. You guys know how that is. And, right. then, and it's been good the last three years. Well, so, yeah, and I'm you know what? I think if you need somebody to buy the trophy, I think the uh, first ever birdies bourbon and basketball <laughs> soccer trophy that, that will travel back and forth. And again, uh, hey, there we go. Uh, <laughs> but like and, and, and so we asked Cody this, or I asked Cody mm-hmm. this earlier. 
is do you know if Jasper's in your sectional? Is that no? They're going to be no, out. They're Jasper, they're going to be out. They're outside of your sectional. I'm sorry, he did say Jasper, that. Well, it's interesting. Jasper, see, there's only three classes in soccer, right? And in boys, Jasper is three A. We are two A, but right. in girls, they're in the same class. That's right. he yeah. did say that. Not, I'm sorry. Yep. There's not quite as many girls teams as there is boys right now, so they are in the same class. So the girls are in the same sectional. Yeah. they played in the I believe they played in the sectional final last year right. against each other. So who's um, your who's your big proponent in your opposition in your sectional in the our two, sectional in the two is right. Um it's been Gibson Southern the last couple of years. That's okay. who we've played in the final the last two years. It's us, Gibson Southern, Pike Central, Princeton, Southridge. Okay. And Lincoln. Okay. So that's six. That's six. Yeah. So, and Gibson Southern has been the, the team that's, you know, like I said, they've been in the final the last two years. Two years ago, in our undefeated run to semi-state, uh, they had us down at halftime. No oh, well. And we turned it around. So, yeah, and I think they gave us a pretty good game last year um, in the regular season. We we did pretty well against them, beating them 4-0 in the final last year. But uh, I think a lot of their guys were juniors. So, they I'm expecting them to, yeah. you know, come back and... That and te- have a pretty good team. That tells me they've got some real athletes because obviously their football program is is really right. strong year in year out. So they've they've got some uh, some autumn yeah. athletes for sure. Well, listen, yeah. man. Hey, this has been fun, and we we're getting a soccer education, and we're looking for more. So we we can't wait. I'm thinking yeah. maybe uh, that just see eight twenty four is the classic. Maybe that next week um, okay. we can have you on, kind of kind of do on. a check in. That'd be fantastic. Sure. All right. Sure, that'd be good. Well, Evan, good luck to you, my man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it, and we will uh, we'll be keep, keeping our listeners updated and definitely be checking in on the program all year long. Sounds great. Thanks, okay. guys. Thanks. Thanks. Well, guys, our first fall sports preview episode was really, really cool. I am pumped for yeah. fall sports. Yeah. Even soccer. <laughs> Even soccer. I am, I am ready to go We're see. We're actually planning a live soccer show. I am going to go see soccer this year. I cannot believe it. Well, just, just hearing the coaches talk about their kids, I mean, that just gets you pumped for anything. Right. I mean, they're exactly. all They all love the kids. They want to give them expo- exposure. Bleh. That word. <laughs> Public. Let me let me mark that down for the blooper show. Was it twenty? But you're but you're right. You're exactly right. So I mean, you could tell in all their voices. I mean, everyone all the way down to the, you know. I mean, some golf coaches and everything else. I mean, they are excited wanting to get back to normal. Exactly. And get, yeah, and the yeah, kids yeah. are kids are practicing. You know. Yeah. So so we started off with Joe uh, Barreve Girls Golf is. Two players this year. Yeah, yeah. Got at least two more for sure coming out next year that right. are practicing with them as eighth graders. So uh, Bar Reeve Golf on the on the upswing. Um, Joe, we, sound, Joe sounded excited. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he, you know, Got to start somewhere. Right. And, I mean, he touched base on, on with Katie last year and everything else. And Katie set, Katie set the movement. Right. You know, so you can't. Well, I mean, look at Washington back in the day with Darren Pinnock. I mean, right. right. It was just her. And, and Josh mentioned her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and and as I said in the interview, I said, I mean, you know, Joe, you're going up against a, a Hall of Fame coach program. And then I said that cross country program has been exceptional in the last seven and eight mm-hmm. years. Right. And and so, I mean, yeah, trying to get Barry was a one A school. I mean, trying to get any other girl out there to play golf is, is you know, meh. Yeah, so so I think they're on the move. Um, right. Washington, uh, Morris Petty retires as oh, the coach. Man. One of my best buddies in the world. How do you replace and him? 
Josh, well, you're replacing with Josh Butcher. Josh, <laughs> Josh is going to do good things there. Yeah, I have a feeling Josh oh, yeah. is going to do good He's things. He's a good guy. And, yep. and listen, Josh, obviously a regular listening listener to our yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> One of the ten. He, Josh. <laughs> he might be Impulse Radio's <laughs> biggest fan right now. I don't know. So, But that was fun. And, and, and Nick Weiniger with North Davis kind of in the same boat that Joe is. You're always fighting numbers and fighting not only uh, numbers, but, numbers, but Jeez. real – well, yeah, we discussed that with the PE credit and things. But, yeah. but having – Numbers, especially in golf, numbers is one thing. Yeah. Players is a whole other deal. Yep. Um, so, so Nick is uh, Nick's got him got him going in the right direction up there, I think. Yep. Um, and then we went to Cody Chapman, the uh, Hatchet Girl soccer coach, and again, just so excited. <laughs> well, wasn't he great yeah. to listen to? I, he, he he was. I I I love talking to Cody and everything else. And I mean, he got me right then. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, 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 I'm like, okay. So, did you go out so, and play that night? No. <laughs> so, and, and as you noticed, probably that uh, Blake had had something else he had to do um, while we did those interviews, so he wasn't part of the interviews. But uh, but he's listened to them all, and and yeah. he he's just as excited as we are. But but Cody Cody's ex- excited, and you know, with him and Austin and Evan, you know, they it's kind of on them not only to coach their teams, but to teach these three dumb podcasters exactly <laughs> how to watch soccer and help I mean we told him a few times hey, man, we, we don't know anything about it. so actually here it is Blake put it on your list Monday 921 in Washington no I'm sorry yeah. Tuesday 922 in Jasper we're going to go live to the Washington girls soccer match and then followed up by the Washington boys soccer match. And probably in our car between having a drink. <laughs> 922? Yeah. Where you at? I am officiating. Really? Yeah. What do you, you got? You can find somebody else to do what that. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, you, volleyball. you do JV volleyball. Hey, you do not. There's JV Switch to soccer, and you can be live do mic'd it. on the field. Yes, get your soccer license. So, you know, we, we've kicked around when we talked about doing live broadcasts. Do we have to check with schools? Do we have to check with the IHSAA? But, you know, technically, we can do live broadcasts on our phone. Yeah, we said heck with it. We'll sit in the stands. I he was making a joke. Kicked around. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I get it. Missed that one. Yeah. It's never too late to sub it. Now, these three soccer coaches, I mean, yeah, there you go. These three soccer coaches, I mean, I, I'd love to give them – I'd love to have them back on. I'd love to give them 30 minutes of their time. And we even said that, hey – Hopefully we will. And and we even said that we'll – here down the road, we're going to give you, a, you know, hey, yeah. we, we want to call you. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll check in. You know, yeah. if – heck, if, if we've got people listening, which our listenership is – drastically on the rise um and we appreciate that for everybody but people keep listening and they show us they're interested we who knows you know we'd go to two shows i don't know but we've got uh we we, we've we're here to to talk to these coaches and and austin is 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 again uh, what did he say he was in his third year i think so yeah. yeah so he's he's got wc girls on the on the move we didn't get to talk to the wc boys soccer coach um he had 
uh, full schedule. Evidently, we couldn't get with him, so maybe we can catch up with yep. him at another time. But uh, and then exactly. Evan Evan Stahl was awesome too. He yeah. actually he just got out of practice when we talked to him. So well, uh, Washington's always had a good soccer program. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I touch base, and I, and I want to touch base even more. On, he's the, only the third coach in Washington history. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. one guy he was there for a long time. It, well, it was a father and a son. Yeah, Myers. Yeah, the Myers, yeah. and so. I wanted to touch base, and I'll touch base at it later. How you know? I mean, you're following up against a a lot, a lot of history right there. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yep. So, yeah. Um, so we ran down earlier uh, what we've got coming up with um, cross country next week, cross yep. country tennis, volleyball, football, and then so that takes us through the 21st, 28th of July, 4 of August, 11 of August. Blake. Hmm. Should we give him a clue? Well, yeah, I, I think so. We got a good show planned for the 18th. Maybe one, August. Maybe one, maybe so two. So he's more athletic than us three combined. Well, that we <laughs> haven't narrowed it down. Wow, much. I said combined. I could go out here to Country Oaks and find some people right there. <laughs> he played college and NBA basketball. And hmm, what's one last thing? He was valedictorian of his class. Okay. In high school. There you go. Not going to say where he went to school. Nope. No. Not at all. In this area. There. In a five-county area. Sure. Okay. All right. Just want to throw that out there. So, August 18th, we've got uh, our third professional athlete coming on this little podcast so before we go i would like to give a quick shout out to washington high school golfer dom de pass who went to cascades golf club in one of the indiana golf association junior events and fired his best ever round in a competition possibly his best ever um shot a 68 today and won that by six shots Wow. So Great Trey job, Miller, Washington Hatchet Golf Program, um, be very proud of, of, of Dom. He's a great kid. He and was a Facebook legend there about a week ago on the junior golf that they had at her Oaks. Yeah. He yep. was teaching the kids. Yeah. He, and I'll tell, tell you something about Dom. That This isn't an accident. That kid has been working his yes. butt off. Yes. And uh, there is he, a lot of great kids out here that are working every week on their game. It's not – it, and we've talked about it. But yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's not – I'm glad you said that because it's not just a bunch of kids out here running around the golf course, you know, right. hitting, hitting drivers and, and being – you know, these are respectful yes. golfers. Well, they work here at the course, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're golfers, well, and I mean, they're working on their game. Noah, Noah played well. Noah uh, Anderson, yeah, Bar Reef shot an 80 on Oak Meadow, which yeah, Oak that's Meadow. a really, really good score. Yep. Um, so, so I, mean, yeah. I think we're going to find throughout this whole fall sports thing that – yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of great kids, parents, oh, yeah. coaches, you name it. You know, we're going to have it around here. Yeah. I can't wait. Maybe we'll have a show I, with all I, the, you know, you said how many great kids and parents are. Maybe we'll have a show with all the turds, all the real. <laughs> that's what we have every <laughs> the week. The people that yeah, aren't great kids. <laughs> we're, there, we're here every week. We're going to have a spotlight on who the buttholes are in <laughs> local sports. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Maybe that's our new slogan. Set of kings is the buttholes. The buttholes of local sports. <laughs> Crap! We got that new logo made. We could have done that. I ran up. I ran up close the other night, and Colton goes, "Golf cart fail of the week. You're going to be listed." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, all right. So. That's that's enough. Yeah. My goodness, is that enough for this yeah. week? Yes, oh, very much so. We've, we've it, given it, you. This is probably the longest one we'll probably have. We've given you yeah. well over an hour of entertainment yeah, tonight. So, what else do you want from us? No. Can't wait. Cross country, tennis, volleyball, football. Brother, hey, brother's sweating. He's worn out. This has been a long night. <laughs> hey, remember our sponsors. Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, and Country Oaks Golf Club. If you need to make a tee time, call 812-486-3300. Go on Facebook and find Travis and his insurance and let him give you a quote. I'm sure he would be happy to do that. Tell him that you heard us, heard about him on the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast. See you next week when we will be talking cross country and running. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.